Malcolm Roberts, good morning. Good morning, Marcus. How are you? I'm all right. You'd probably agree with uh, Corey that ivermectin may set us free. Very strongly. The only word I wouldn't <laughs> use is may. It, it will set us free, oh, definitely. Malcolm, definitely. Don't, don't, you'll get me taken off the air. No, I'm not allowed <laughs> to talk about it. How are you? Isn't that, isn't that strange? I'm, I'm a mixture of positive but also very sad. Um, you know, I'm very positive about Australia's potential and Australia's yes. people, mm-hmm. but I'm very concerned about our governance. And also, you know, I'm, I'm really pleased to see the people pushing back and politicians now starting to a little bit back down from these, these stupid lockdowns. Yeah. But I had a call yesterday. Um, well, we, we've been inundated with calls from people, especially uh, pregnant mothers. They don't mm-hmm. want this uh, injection. They're, you know, mothers, there's, there's nothing more beautiful than, on this planet than mothers. They, they protect their kids, whether yes. they're born or, or uh, unborn. And, you know, this is a really concerning thing. People are calling up and crying about the fact that they don't want this injection because they don't know what it'll do to their, their, um, the baby they're carrying. It's just, well, can't it's just they wrong get a, to put a, people under that yeah, pressure. Yeah, but can't they get a medical exemption being pregnant uh, if, uh, you know, if, if their claims are backed up by a doctor or a doctor can write them an exemption, they don't need to get vaccinated at this point in time? Well, you know, I was talking with someone just recently, in fact, yesterday, did a podcast with him, um, and, and he was saying that his doctor has advised him not to get the injections because of his, his heart and uh, lung conditions that he's had since a child. Fair enough, yes. And, and yet the doctor won't give him, a, him an exemption. Well, then he needs to go to another doctor and take his, yeah, public, and take his medical records with him. Uh, I, I'm not suggesting doctor shopping, but if he's unhappy, as a lot of people can be with medical opinions, you know, you always have a right to another opinion. And if uh, if one doctor says that, oh, well, you know, you really shouldn't get uh, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, whatever, because of uh, your pre-existing conditions, uh, then you should be well within your right to take your medical records along to another practitioner who will give you an exemption. Yes, but you have to go to the fundamental level, Marcus. I agree with what you just said. Yeah. But there should be no real reason for having to do that because it's my body, it's my choice. I will put in my body and I'll allow other people to put in my body what mm-hmm. I choose to be. That's the end of the story as far as I'm concerned. No, well, if that's you don't fair want enough. something, that's it. Yeah, I understand that. But, uh, look, I, I do worry that, um, you know, people that don't get vaccinated, Malcolm, are going to be left behind. It's very clear. The uh, New South Wales government is talking about October 18 as the so-called day when we will return to some sort of normality. But, the you know, the proviso is that you are fully vaccinated. I mean, that's going to lead to a two-tiered society, is it not? It is, and we shouldn't have a two-tier society. But the thing is, Marcus, it's already one-tiered. Whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated, mm-hmm. you still can transmit the virus. So there's no benefit in having the vaccine. But doesn't it stop it from uh, effectively killing you, Malcolm? Isn't it, if you are f- fully vaccinated, you will get a lesser uh, degree of the virus and it does place you in uh, a better position to deal with it? That's what some people are saying, but the other indications are that some people who get the vaccine die from the damn vaccine, and that's not right. This is the first time in human history where a government has been injecting healthy people with something that can kill them and can certainly hurt them. That, that, that's wrong. It should be up to the people's choice. Make an informed choice. We haven't been given the information, and we need to have that information before we can make an informed choice. All right. Well, uh, again, um, you know... Uh... 
that's well and truly against what the national narrative is, uh, you know, from the Doherty Institute and all of the experts that uh, our government, federal government, is relying upon. Uh, it, it would appear that, you know, one nation for, I don't want to use this word, but you become almost the anti-vaxxing party. No, we're certainly not. I'm very pro-medicine. Uh, providing the medicine has been thoroughly tested in accordance with the regulations fully, that does not apply to the vaccines. They have not been fully tested. We are very supportive of medicines that have been t thoroughly tested, proven safe, proven effective, and preferably affordable. We support yeah. that entirely. These vaccines do not comply with that, those conditions at all. One thing you and I do share common ground on is uh, the ridiculousness of the border closures. Um, you know, oh, what's been happening okay. in Queensland, for instance, uh, is unforgivable. Um, new story today. Uh, have you no heart? Family forced to split up as a sick boy fights for life. Cruel Palaszczuk government bureaucrats are insisting a Queensland family trapped in Sydney with a gravely ill little boy split up to quarantine in Brisbane. His mother is pleading for compassion to take up a charity's offer to fly them to their remote property to isolate at home, blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on. We had some problems with the Australian Defence Force personnel uh, returning from Afghanistan. I've got my own personal story. Many others of course, are in the same boat. We saw what happened on Father's Day, uh, you know, behind the bloody orange bar uh, barricades. I think it's a, an, an international embarrassment. It certainly is, Marcus. You're spot on, mate. You know, you can, you can go from the coast to what's happening at, at the border. Um, and Palaszczuk talking yesterday about Queenslanders are free because we haven't got COVID cases reported. So the New South Wales police should crack down on the on the people on the southern side of the border who are playing ping pong. I mean, this is just rubbish. You can't have two rules for for the same people playing playing um, ping pong on the border. That's just garbage. But it gets worse. There's a there's a town called Mungandai which straddles the the New South Wales Queensland border out west, and that town the people in New South Wales use the Queensland hospital. They're not allowed to use it. Even though the federal government funds the hospitals, they're not allowed to use it because Palaszczuk's locked them out. That is inhuman. It's just, it's just, it just goes totally against the, being Australian. Absolutely. You know, the, the people are the casualty in this political posturing. Well, then That's why doesn't the, uh, you know, the bloke who runs the joint, the Prime Minister of Australia, the bloke who should know the Constitution inside and out, why doesn't he march down to the High Court of Australia and overturn all of these... Because he hasn't got the guts. And he hasn't got the data. That you know, you mentioned the uh, the the Doherty Institute a little while ago. Yeah. The federal government showed us part of the Doherty Institute's modelling results last March. Last March twenty. Sorry, twenty twenty. March right. twenty twenty. Yes. The New the, the New Zealand government on March twenty fifth, twenty twenty, showed us the result of the same modelling from the Doherty Institute. It showed curve down, curve down, up down, up down, up All down. Right. Because that's the way it should be. What we saw was one up and down, and then, then we were called on to flatten the curve. The government is not giving us the data.